0: Good morning. It's June 27th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 11, verse 33 through 36. And they read, No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand, that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light.
1: John Piper has a really good commentary on this, which he expounds on from Matthew 20 and uses Matthew 6 to make a good point. And it reads, so what is the good eye that gives so much light and the bad eye that leaves us in the dark? One clue is found in Matthew 20, verse 15. Jesus has just said in a parable that men who worked one hour will be paid the same as those who worked all day because the master is merciful. And besides, they all agreed to the same wage. Those who worked all day grumbled that the men who worked one hour were paid too much. Jesus responded with the words found here in Matthew 6:23: Is your eye bad because I'm good? What is bad about their eye? What's bad is that their eye does not see the mercy of the master as beautiful. They see it as ugly. They don't see reality for what it is. They do not have an eye that can see mercy as more precious than money. Now bring that understanding of the bad eye back to Matthew 6.23 and let it determine the meaning of the good eye. What would the good eye be that fills us with light? It would be an eye that sees the master's generosity as more precious than money. The good eye sees God and his ways as the great treasure in life, not money.
0: Yep, you know that John Piper may have a pretty good career if he keeps this sort of work up. Now, this is the second time that we've heard Jesus use this same analogy, putting your lamp under something or hiding your light. We saw this earlier in Luke 8, verse 16, as he was explaining the parable of the uh, sower to the disciples. In Luke 8, we are warned to take heed how we are hearing. In another gospel, Mark's gospel, We have this parable recorded, and there in Mark uh, chapter 4, verse 24, Jesus warns to take heed what you hear. So in these two Gospels, um, recording the same incident, we get a fuller picture of what Jesus was teaching. He warned the disciples to take heed of both what you hear and how you hear it. You know, how you hear something speaks to our heart or our desire. The men here in Matthew 6, uh, this parable, were envious and ungrateful. That's a heart issue. They heard the message of mercy, but with a wrongful desire, you know, a sinful or maybe prideful heart. If he deserves that much, well, I deserve more. We need to listen to God's word with a humble and broken heart. Psalms 51 verse 17 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, these, O God, you will not despise. What you hear, though, will generally be what you're fixated on. Are you hearing godly and uplifting things? Things that are nourishing to the soul? Then you're probably focusing on the right things. Are you hearing sinful, fearful, or hateful things? Then you're probably focused on the wrong things. The sobering reality of these verses is it reveals our light. If you haven't been desiring to put your light on a lampstand for others to see, it could be you don't want people to truly see the light you're giving off. This world, though, is too dark and in need of pure light too badly for us to continue to hide our light, and worse, not allow Christ to produce in us pure light.
1: That's all really good, just to, to ponder all that commentary before... Yep. John Piper said it well. on our psalm of the day comes from Psalm 58, uh, verses 10 and 11. The righteous shall rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, so that men will say, surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely he is God who judges in the earth.
0: And our proverb comes from Proverbs 27, verse 5.